drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted. Episode 41. Number one in his own mind and apparently in his pants. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Hey, right now I'm not being joined by my best friend, Ray. Uh, <laughs> this week, uh, we wanted to get you a full show, um, but we just couldn't make our schedules match up. <clears throat> so earlier this week, uh, we sat down with Frankie G and Papa. He's the CEO over at... Um, Frontline Gaming, then the CEO, COO over at Frontline Gaming, Frankie G and Papa, Frankie G Pop, as I like to call him, G Pop. Um, anyway, uh, Ray and G Pop sat down to um, talk about uh, Dark Eldar. Um, I know Drew Kari, um, but you never knows Ray is a, a a fairy fart fanboy, um, and so is G Pop. So um, they sat down to talk a little bit about um, some Dark Eldar and some stuff like that. Uh, we wanted to get together and record sort of our thoughts afterwards, but we just couldn't make our schedules match up. But we still wanted to get a show out to you this week, so here we go. We got it for you. Um, next week, we will have a full show full of, uh, you've been sending us your voicemails, uh, you've been sending us your reviews, so we'll have a ton of shout-outs next week and some uh, voicemails, uh, and we'll have a full show on some. Uh, Ray wanted to circle back around to Necrons real quick. He wanted to talk more Drukari. Uh, we're going to have Harlequins to talk about. We're going to have some Death Watch to talk about, um, and those other things things uh so before we go through the show um we got some events coming up here um ray and i of course are going to be over at uh gamers haven uh for their may monthly rt on sunday um on sunday the 20th uh, may 20th uh this is probably going to be the last rt gamers haven's going to have uh for the rest of the summer because of heat issues so if you want to get a game over there go ahead and check them out um, on best coast pairings also on the 27th uh ray is going to be toing the gamers arsenal monthly rt on the 27th of may um there's going to be a barbecue um along with that as well so part of your 20 dollar entry is not just the tournament but some hamburgers and hot dogs as well um and then even on that saturday before then they're also going to do an a OS tournament at Gamers Arsenal. Um, also, same thing, gonna have a barbecue as well. So go ahead and check those out on Best Coast Pairings. Um, you can also find Gamers Arsenal online at thegamersarsenal.com. Uh, I set up that website, so it's nice. It looks nice because I set it up. You're welcome, Alex. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we do have uh, Francisco captain of the big dice club um is off on vacation and has taken the opportunity to drunk dial us at least once every night uh so here's francisco letting us know he's out on vacation and then we're going to follow up this this voicemail with a couple others next week but here is francisco on his way off on his way out to pennsylvania fuck man it, it takes 10 rings so i can get to the answering machine shit hey guys what's up uh i was wanted to comment about uh ray's uh after action review on the ceasefire, I just want to say that it was a great game. Uh, we had a great time. Ray, I don't think anything about you being an ass or being a force quarter or that bullshit because you know what? It, you had great combinations and motherfucking dice weren't working, man. And sometimes that's shit how it works. But to me, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter because you know why? After the dust settles and whoever comes on top of that shit, we go in there and have a fucking beer afterwards, which I still owe you a beer. Because I know we can have a beer at Gamers Arsenal, but I will get you a beer because that's what we do. That's how we roll. We talk shit. We fucking beat play and try to win our fucking games, and that's how we do it. So I'll never think much of you being an asshole. If, you do, if I do, well, I'll let you know. Andy, Andy, you gotta put the you gotta change the word from that word because holy shit, dude! I was at the when I was playing a game with Ray. Alex was there, and he was talking about it. Does this, does that, is amazing. Stupid day number one with stupid name number two. And oh my God, dude, I, was, I couldn't contain myself. I thought it sounded like he was having diarrhea coming out of his mouth. Fuck. <laughs> that, that shit talking ain't, I don't know what it is, man, but that was hilarious. So anyway, boys, uh, keep up the great work. You know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate the, the show that you put on every week. You put it on there. All the other guys, come on, dude. Talk your shit on the line. Because the guy from Texas was hilarious. Come on, go. And oh yeah, by the way too, I'll be uh probably checking in later on this week and probably be drunk because I'm heading to the East Coast and I'm gonna try their brews and see what they got over there. Let's see what the East Coast has that we don't. 
So until then, boys, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> uh, Francisco has been drunk dialing me uh, or our voicemail line uh, about every day this week. So we'll have some of those to share with you as well. <clears throat> also, we have a stage nine clinger with James Germany out in Texas uh, calling us all the time. So I'll have some of his uh, voicemails to share as well. Um, so be on the lookout for those events. Um, and I promise you next week we will have a full show for you. And oh, what I was drinking. Uh, thanks to our good friend, uh, Jesse Rodriguez, um, friend of the show. Um, he dropped off a whole bunch of beer for us um, to try. So um, over the next couple of weeks, we're trying this beer from Mike Hess Brewing. Um, I think they're in San Diego, California. And during this recording, I was drinking the Grapefruit Solis India Pale Ale with grapefruit. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, the Mike has, I've had a couple of these now, and these Mike has beers are very tasty and very delicious. We'll be trying a orange wheat beer, I think, or a wheat beer of theirs, and a, and a double IPA of theirs in the next couple of weeks. And we'll let you know what you thought of those as well. But anything from Mike Hess, I, ex, uh, I highly recommend. Um, and that's what I was drinking during, uh, this recording. What Ray was drinking and what, uh, G Pop were drinking, I'm not sure. Um, but that's what Andy was drinking. I highly recommend it. So go ahead and give them a, a try. But anyway, um, go ahead and enjoy the show, uh, the, the talk with uh, G-Pop and Ray, and uh, I will catch you guys next week. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. I'm here with my best buddy, Ray. Hey, what's up? Hey, and we're here to talk to you about Gamers Arsenal. Ray, tell me about, a little bit about Gamers Arsenal. Gamers Arsenal, a place to you know go and play competitively. You can, go, you can find me there. Get some good hardcore uh, competitive games in there. Get that practice. Uh, get your AOS stuff. Get your uh, X-Wing stuff there, too. you got the good uh, X-Wing community. So our good buddy Alex, of course, opened up Gamers Arsenal for a place for gamers to be, you know, in our local community. Maybe there wasn't always space for tabletop gamers. So there wasn't always space for X-Wing gamers. But now there's space for everybody. We got space. Alex opened up space for, if you can play Magic, you can play Magic. There. You want to play Pokemon, you can play Pokemon. You want to play X-Wing, you want to play 40K, you want to play competitive, you want to play friendly. There's space for everyone at Gamers Arsenal. No, if you're playing friendly, don't 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 talk to me. <laughs> just... Go find someone else. Go, go find, find, go find Alex. Yeah, go find Alex. You can find Gamers Arsenal online on their Facebook page at the Gamers Arsenal. Yeah, I, I, I moderate that, so uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> go with that. Uh, we'll hope to see you guys all at Gamers Arsenal. Until then, ladies, bag of dicks. Veteran gamers, we are back with another edition of Drinks, Beer, Rolls, Dice, and Dog Shit. There we go. Yes, we do. Uh, we have a special, we have a special treat for you today. Uh, we are joined by uh, friend of the, the greatest show, greatest 40k player in the world. Yeah, the best 40k player in the world. Uh, number one in his own mind, and apparently in his pants. Uh, <laughs> Frankie from Frontline Gaming. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, thanks, thanks for, for being on the show. Glowing uh, compliments. <laughs> What's what we do? We start with the compliments and then we fall off with the insults. So, yeah, thank, thanks for coming to our degenerate corner of deplorables. Of Excellent. Well, and, thanks for having me. Andy's a little tart, so you can pick your side. <laughs> you can choose your own adventure here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, look, like fate. like Ray was saying, is um, unlike maybe other shows you've been on here, you can say whatever you want. Uh, you can say fuck. You could say shit. Uh, Jason came on the show and he said, "Piss." <laughs> he Strong elongated words. s. Strong words. <laughs> he said. He said he wanted to release some steam from your your show. Uh, the signals. Signals from yeah, the front line. That's good. Good for him. It's, it's nice to blow a little bit of steam every once in a while. And piss is one of those words that doesn't get used often. Not often enough. Yeah. <laughs> you Not know, R. Kelly. Not R. Kelly. No. <laughs> dated jokes, Ray. I thought we talked about these dated jokes. Hey, man, I'm getting up there. I'm, I'm going to have to start using dated jokes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 30s. I'm in my 30s, all right? <laughs> so um, we had uh, Frankie come on uh, because both him and Ray are um, – how, how, how would you guys um, characterize yourselves, label yourselves? We play the uh, best armies. Single and ready to mingle. Uh, <laughs> I, I meant 40K-wise. Any, any of you listeners out there? No, I'm just 
Oh, you you would get some raunchy bunch of dudes from this, <laughs> this podcast. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, just nothing but dudes. Hey, you, heard, you heard it here. You can slide into Frankie's DMs. So if you're interested, if you're interested, yeah. he's down. Yep. For you guys over in the UK, he's going to be in London here soon. So, you know, find him on sure. whatever London version of Grinder that is. I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God. Can't wait. <laughs> Especially they have something that has something along the lines of like tea or like crumpets or something. Crumpets. I don't know. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> something like that. But uh, before we get too far, um, we brought I brought we brought Frankie on to talk a little dark Eldar, the dark fairy love with Ray. Um, they figured they had something to contribute with one another and, and send back and forth. Before we get started with that, Frankie, give me a little bit. Uh, Frankie, of course, is the COO of uh, over at Frontline Gaming. You can catch him on Signals from the Frontline. Um, your every Wednesday Frontline Gaming podcast and Twitch yep. stream. Yep, and I've, then it uh, goes up on uh, iTunes every Friday. iTunes every so, Friday. Yeah, and then uh, we run some large gaming events. Maybe you guys have heard of them. You know, the Las Vegas Open, SoCal Open, and Bay Area Open. Yeah, it's a small uh, little tournament in Vegas. Just a little just, one, yeah. Just a small one, yeah. A small little event. <laughs> um, which tickets do go up for sale on uh, June 4th, so if you guys are waiting, wait no longer on June 4th. <laughs> and Andy and I will be there drinking our asses <laughs> off if you want to come join us, too. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Half naked, drinking our asses off. Um, <laughs> Bam from... Um, uh, from the Fly Monkeys, Fly Monkeys. Fly Monkeys. Um, Dunkalicious, his buddy on their show and part of their team, they're having his bachelor party out there at the LVO. So it <laughs> should be, uh, be a fantastic time. Um, yeah. If we're not bailing yeah. him out of jail like on Sunday, then something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, the, goal, the goal I heard is uh, to have him wheel up to the tables in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> With that's an IV because he's still like hungover drunk from the night before. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah, we've had all sorts of stories come out. Uh, LVO, people have gotten married, people have won big, people have lost big, bachelor parties, all that goodness. So it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you can make that dream happen for everybody. So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> good. Just like to give back to the community, you know? <laughs> well, If you had a happy ending in Vegas, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Frankie, tell me a little bit about, before we get too far into the Dark Eldar stuff, give me your 40K story. Like, what brought you, I mean, I'm sure you've told it to other people, but in case, you know, give us a little bit about your 40K story. How'd you find the hobby? Um, how'd you end up at Frontline? That kind of stuff. Yeah, so uh, I actually learned about 40K in middle school. Uh, um, there was an after-school club uh, where you would build terrain and uh, build models and stuff like that. And that's where I learned about uh, Warhammer. Um, a lot of the older kids that were there were playing, and it was cool to see all the models. So, bought my first models, uh, started Blood Angels, never learned how to play. And then I bought uh, some Wood Elf stuff, never le- still didn't learn how to play. But I really liked the models, <laughs> so that's what I was going with when I was younger. And then um, I actually didn't learn how to play until I was 19, so uh, right out of high school. One of my buddies was going to a game store and they were playing every week, so decided that to was like that was like two years ago, right? Yeah, when he was nineteen. Uh, so, three years ago. Three years ago. Twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that's uh so I started playing, instantly <laughs> fell in love. Um, started playing Tyranids. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've uh, I've gone through like three Tyranid armies now. Um, it's pretty funny. I'll, I'll get it built up. I'm like, yeah, and then I'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since since we started Frontline, though, I, I actually haven't sold any armies. Uh, I think I'm just sticking with it at this point. Might as well just uh, stay with whatever armies I have and not sell them. Uh, get them fully painted eventually. Um, so, yeah, so we started Frontline seven years ago, and now I live, breathe, whatever else, uh, the hobby. So. Well, it's got to be cool. That it's got to be awesome. cool to make your living doing the hobby that you love. I mean, yeah, I mean, a, a living's a strong word, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ramen and beer money is being is being acquired. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's funny. The the online community thinks that people that run tournaments and stuff are rich, but yeah, let me tell you, <clears throat> we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you guys are. <laughs> I've seen your guys' corner offices in the hundredth yeah. floor of uh, San Diego buildings. That's right. In there. That's right. In our in our dreams. 
Uh, yeah. I see you in my dreams all the time, right? Now, I had, I, had a, I had a question back. You said you had a class in middle school. Um, huh? Was was Reese the teacher? No. No. Uh, Reese is he's old enough to be my dad, but he unfortunately was not my teacher in middle school. So I just I just picture him like coming into school being all creepy and uh, trying to teach all you kids. <laughs> but if, uh, yeah, Reese was a Reese was a college kid, you know, flunked out, decided to come over and teach kids how to make terrain in middle school. It's interesting. <laughs> interesting how life works out. <laughs> hey guys, that's true, you though, put the glue true. on the bottom of the base. That's how you oh, get Reese, it done. Reese is here. Reese is here. <laughs> oh, oh, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> now, when when did you find the Dark Elves? Uh, Dark Elves. When did I find? Uh, I started playing them what towards the end of fifth. So, however long ago that was, that was a while. Um, I'm so not yeah, going to so math. That's when I on this. Yeah, I don't know. It was a long while ago. It was like six years ago. So no, it was longer than that. I think I don't know. It was a while ago. Anyways, that's when I started playing them. Uh, in fifth, they weren't all that great, but that's when they started to get all their new models. They got their new codex and all that stuff. So started up an army and instantly fell in love with them. They're a fun army because they're a glass hammer. They usually hit pretty hard and then just can't take a punch. So it's always fun to. Um, go out there, do a bunch of damage, and then try to figure out how you're going to win with like two models left. Yeah, cause that's that's uh, a lot of people say that to me. Like in RTTs around here, Marietta or up in Colton is where I you know stomp around at, and it's always like they come to the table and like what 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 happened, Ray? And I was like, I won, and they're like, really? <laughs> There's like one model on the table, and they yeah. can never understand why I win with like one model on the table. But I, yeah. I, I I get what you're saying. It's it's a lot of fun to play with armies that are so fragile but it's like you have to use them as a scalpel yeah yeah exactly and it's, it just makes for a more exciting game in my opinion you know you're always trying to figure out how you're going to pull out those last couple points you can before you have nothing left and that's the way dark eldar has always played uh since i've been playing so yeah so i decided to contact you about coming on here for the dark eldar or the jukari as apparently gw wants us to call them dark eldar um <laughs> exactly dark eldar yeah, Imperial uh, Guard, you, Dark Eldar. You're probably yeah. the one person that has a lot of experience with the current Dark Eldar, since you know you're in that secret hidden club of the people that have come up play Eighth Edition before everybody else. <laughs> and uh, I just basically wanted to work into a couple questions of yeah. the Dark Eldar, and like, not so much a review, like I, I sent you in the messages, but like, what, what are your go-to units or like your your obsessions like what do you think is the good sauce or combos in this in this book yeah, i mean there's a lot of cool things in this book this is uh this is like one of the most amazing codexes i think i've ever seen since playing warhammer 40,000. um there's just so many different options uh almost every unit's really really strong like with the exception of uh like the court of the archon Unfortunately, i think that was uh not the best units and then um uh, the beasts aren't that special either. But other than that, like I'd say every other unit in there is really strong uh, and definitely have a place in an army. It's it's really cool, and especially with all the different like cabals and witch cults and monkey's covens. Like the the options in this book are like endless. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, but I mean, of course, you have like the outliers like Blackheart, and that's pretty much what everybody's talking about. The cabal of the Blackheart, and it's mainly because of their stratagem. Um, to where they can deny a command or uh, another stratagem, which is ridiculous. Yeah, really powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'd have to say that it's the strongest. So, some would say game winning. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's quite possibly the best stratagem in the game right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's there are some outliers that you're seeing most people take, um, such as that cabal. Uh, I think the witch cults is actually like a super hard choice, which is awesome. Um, it's always great when it's it's a hard choice to pick something, right? Like not like something that you're just going to take in every list. So I think the witch cults and the homunculus covens do that really well. Um, it, the one thing I, I get with this book is that like you know I play I play the the better the higher elves the <laughs> the more superior elves, uh-huh. but uh, <laughs> and uh, 
I always get a sense like when I because you know I gotta have black the black heart in, but I want to use witches, but it's it makes it really hard to intertwine like other codexes of the other elf races because like the dark elder codex is basically three codexes in one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They eat up a lot of detachments. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's it makes it really hard, like you're saying, to add it in army because it plays so well by itself. And you want to take like a detachment of each unit or uh, each different uh, faction. So it, it definitely is hard, especially to mix it in with Eldar, um, because it plays so well by itself. Um, but of course, there, there's some really cool combos in here. I mean, uh, like the the Red Grief, uh, the Witch Cult, the Red Grief. They can advance and uh, they reroll their charges. And that, on top of a Hillian unit, is really powerful because they move 14 inches plus the D6 for their advance. And you can give them a combat drug, the, I think it's called Hypex. Uh, they get plus two movement. And then they also have a stratagem to where if you fly over somebody and you advance, you do mortal wounds to them. Um, so that pairs up really well with a Hellion unit, especially if you take like a 20-man strong. It's on a five plus, you do a mortal wound if they're infantry, six plus if they're not infantry. So you can snipe out characters, you can do a lot of damage to infantry units. And then the cool thing about that is now they can advance and charge. So they jump over somebody, and all their weapons are assault, or their shooting weapons are assault weapons, so they can still shoot. It's really powerful. And there's That's pretty awesome. I didn't see that. that. Yeah, how many yeah. attacks do those have, based on the... Uh, I think they have two base. Okay. But so, still... The Hellions? Yeah. Yeah, they, they have two attacks, and the leader has three. But the ability to advance and charge, and then you're still shooting, and yeah. you're doing mortal wounds, you go over people, and if you're advancing on top of the 14, you're going to do, what, 18-inch movement? If you're standing in front of somebody, you know, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. You're doing damage in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then there's there's another stratagem where you can double their combat drugs, so that's plus four to their movement. So they're moving 18 plus D6. You can go up to 24 inches. Um <laughs> You could also give them plus one attack, then they're really good in close combat, but there's all sorts of combos like that in this book, which is which is great. Um, and that's the hard part about picking an army, is you're like, oh man, this this unit of Witch Colts becomes really powerful um, with this obsession. Or if you go a different route, you're like, oh dang it, I need to go with something else. So like Bray was saying, you eat up your detachment super fast, it's hard to choose. Also, one thing I find playing, like, putting them into my army is that with the drugs and everything, yeah. like, since if you pick them, you have to, like, go through the whole chart before you can, you know, start picking on your own. Yep. Like, it makes it really hard to, like, give certain units. Like, some units need certain drugs to make them really, really good. And mm-hmm. if you have the same units that use the same drugs, it's not really going to work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you really want the um, plus one attack. That one's really strong. The movement's good on certain units. And then the strength is really powerful. Um, the other ones are okay. Uh, they're not terrible. But, I, I don't know what the Witch Cult is that gives the automatic plus one strength, I believe it is. That's, yeah, it's when they charge. That's my personal favorite one. Yeah, and that's that's like I'm saying is it's hard to choose, right? I mean, you have the ones that can advance and still charge. You have these ones that get plus one strength when they charge, and that's also the one that if, if they fail a morale test, they only lose one model. So that's really powerful. Or you have the other one where they get plus one attack when they charge. I mean, they're all powerful. So it's that's that's what I think makes a great codex is if you actually have to make hard choices when building an army. Um, and Dark Eldar does it really well. I have hard choices to make. I, it's either take 10 Dark Reapers or if I'm going to take three <laughs> units of three Dark Reapers. There you go. That's, I don't. It's, it's hard choices. Ray doesn't so play Eldar. Want, he plays Dark Reapers. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what most of them did back in the day. <laughs> I like Rockets, okay? It's not my fucking fault. They were also really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the Cabal's... I assume your favorite's uh, Blackheart, or yeah. So I mean, Blackheart is it, unfortunately it's one of those things where it's like you almost have to take it. That stratagem is like so good that it's hard not to take it. Um, and then the Black uh, Obsession is really powerful too. They treat the power from Pain Chart as being one higher. So by turn, what is it? Two, I think. Yeah, by turn two, you have plus one attack or plus one weapon skill. Um, really, really powerful. So now all your infantry are hitting on twos. Um, 
as captains and stuff, no, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> Even if you're only strength three, it's not bad. The, um, the thing that I like is that the vehicles get the get the fill and pain, which is funny. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> is pretty funny. Well, because the space uh, my, marines don't get to take advantage of the chapter tactics. Their vehicle. This isn't a space marine podcast, right? <laughs> what I'm just saying is, this, you know, GW throws all this love on you, freaking fairy lovers, but everyone else we're scrapping for our for our bonuses. Yeah, well, the, I, I, don't, I don't know. You're a gene sealer play. I don't think you're really hurting. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's, it's really funny because the so the the vehicles and stuff they don't they don't get all like the plus one the, uh, hit or all, they don't benefit power power from pain, but there's certain like. Um, stratagems and stuff you can use on the vehicles that are really powerful like when ray and i were playing a few weeks ago he's like why don't you take a, uh, the tantalus as a homunculus kevin and then you can shoot characters <laughs> and i was like yes yeah, that's pretty good i don't know <laughs> but, yeah uh, that was, when i saw that you didn't have the tantalus as that one homunculus like you weren't using homunculus with them i was like all right my characters are safe <laughs> they're safe yeah the dark creed <laughs> the dark creed when you take them, uh, there's a stratagem for two command points. You can target a character with a, a unit that's Dark Creed, and uh, the vehicles gain the different obsessions, which is really funny. Um, and what what does a Tantalus shoot there, uh, Frankie? <laughs> Twelve shots that are uh, strength eight minus three uh, two damage. So Jesus pretty good at killing Christ. characters. Um, <laughs> Jesus <but> Christ! <laughs> if you're not taking Forge World in, our, in your army, you can always take. Uh, unit of Talos, and they have, have a buttload of attacks um, with their splinter cannons or stinger salvos or whatever weapons you're giving them, and they can do the exact same thing. So, Characters should definitely fear Dark Eldar because there are all sorts of different tricks they have to actually target characters. Not only that, they're just comp- like ridiculously fast. Yeah, yeah, Dark Eldar is definitely one of the faster armies out there. Now, you haven't said anything about the homunculus. Homunc- I don't know how to say that dumb shit. I don't use them. You don't. You don't enunciate, Ray. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Words. <laughs> yeah. Math. We don't depend on you for They're that. They're hard. So that's yeah, why we called hard. in Frankie, so he could say those words for you. Yeah. yeah. So Frankie, <laughs> the a, the H word of Dark Eldar. Yeah. Homunculus Kevin's. All right. I like it. Strong. Um, yeah, they're, they're really powerful. I mean, you get up to, what, a 4-plus invo save, and they have 6-up feel no pain. I think they can get reroll ones to that as well. Uh, they're super resilient, even their main troops. I mean, 4-plus invo save, as Zinch will tell you, is uh, quite good. Um, and then they have, like, their um, Talos, which have a bunch of wounds. you got your, uh, what are they called, grotesques. Which also have a lot of wounds. They hit yeah, really and the Talos got be- better with the FAQ getting the fly keyword. Like that's huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fly keyword is a uh, really good. Uh, um, yeah, the Homunculus Covens, uh, especially the Warlord trait where you get just plus D three command points. It's not bad. Um, just because, just reason. Here's three command points. Just yeah. because, yeah, yeah. Just because you're a homunculus coming. Yeah, just because. There you go. That's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. That's, that's, yeah, that's the prophets of flesh, and I think Urian gets that. Um, and Urian's really good. It gives you plus one strength and also plus one toughness. So now uh, your troops are, uh, I think they're strength five, toughness five. So the not bad. Basic troops? Yeah, the racks. Yeah, and they can. They also have that stratagem that's pretty much like the fucking bullshit chaos stratagem where they just come back. Yeah, yeah. So and they and and they them. weren't hit by the FAQ, so you can do that multiple times. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, sorry, they go up to strength four, toughness five, and then it's so. But T five on a regular troop unit is really good. I mean, yep. No well, one's T five. T five with four plus symbol. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean that's about the four plus That's fantastic. That's that's super resilient. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that are uh, saying that racks are probably the best um, screen in the game. So I mean, there's definitely an argument to be made there. How many? How many? You, so you stick in a unit of that? Like twenty? Go up to twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Oh, only five but, additional. There you go. So they can go up to ten in your yeah. face or in my face. They go up to power level five. Boom! Watch out. <laughs> so but, you can yeah, deep strike those uh, venoms. 
But yeah, they're super resilient. Uh, and then they can also, there's all sorts of different ones. You can get minus one AP on their uh, close combat weapons, which makes grotesques uh, even better. Go up to minus three. It's power swords. Um, they also subtract minus, uh, leadership, so like night lords. Um, all sorts of cool stuff going on. So. Oh, the Godfather. I love Dark Elder. They're speaking. amazing. <laughs> uh, so, internet. I assume you've been paying attention kind of like to the tournament scene, or maybe you haven't, but the last uh, two big tournaments... Well, they the, do run the tournament, so I'm assuming they're paying attention to the tournament scene there, right? Yeah, but these aren't their tournaments. Maybe they think every <laughs> other tournament is inferior. I, I expect okay? Frontline Gaming to follow every tournament, every RT, and know exactly what happens. That's every, what I That's what I pay RT my money team. for. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what we do. He's, he's making all of that ramen and beer money off of us, so he better understand everything that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> we know how far beer money goes, and it doesn't go very far because we drink it way too fast. And we drink yeah, expensive beer, right? Sure. We drink the pricey stuff, so yeah, we were pinkies yeah, yeah. out and everything. Coors Light, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God, no! <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, like, what I'll say is that Dark Elders actually won two GTs these uh, past weekend. I mean, we're recording on the fourteenth, so. Yeah. Past two weekends, I believe it was that Dark Elder actually won like two major events. Or I was looking at other events; they got second to yeah. none other than Eldar. Which the list were posts, so I assume that probably had Black Dark Heart Eldar. Eldar. Yeah, Blackheart was. In. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'd have to. I mean, it's it's just showing you Dark Eldar are super powerful, but um, they really are. They're, like all their units are super great. Um, they hit extremely hard. They're really fast. Um, their stratagems are amazing. Like it, I can easily see them winning a lot more events this season, which is which is great. I mean, you weren't seeing a lot of Dark Eldar players. Unfortunately, the index was not the best book out there. Um, especially I don't think any of the indexes, themselves. other than Guard, was good. <laughs> I think they had builds that were okay. Um, I just. In comparison to a codex, the codex. I think GW so was smart. GW was smart. They're just like we're going to take these indexes, just make them dog shit. So when we release codexes, no, no matter what comes out, they're always going to be better. Yeah, you always be excited. It's not a bad yeah. plan if that's what they did. Good business move, GW. Yeah. I know, Definitely. I know you listen. You listen to our fucking dog pile of a fucking podcast. So they do. They're everywhere. Yeah, they do. They do. I. They they actually do. Okay, they've gotten a. Lot a lot of things I've said and took it and ran with it. Right? <laughs> and sure I allowed them to take it. Deciding factor. Yeah. Uh, I want to get your take on the Mandrakes because these are my personal favorite. I mean, they look cool. And like you, every time I see Dark Elder, I always want them to be good. Yeah. And I think right now is the best they're at. What, what do you think? What do you think about Mandrakes? Oh, yeah. No, I, def- I definitely agree. Mandrakes, uh, since the release of Mandrakes, have been terrible. They've always been really bad. You're just like, why? Why would anybody ever take these? So they were always stocked in GW, and that's that's a really important thing to watch. Is watch GW's website. Models will sell out, and you're like, oh, that model must be good because <laughs> it happens. I, I got to prepare for codex, this. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Mandrakes are clearly sold out, so um, they're really good. Their shooting attacks amazing. Um, they have minus one in close combat as well. They have the five plus single save, minus one to hit when they're being shot at. Um, they're just strength four. Yeah, they're strength four. Uh, they're great. Which is a big thing in us fairy in our fairy world. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Um, they're not the most resilient. I mean, just with the five plus save, um, six up, feel no pain. Uh, they're just they're not. They're not quite a four plus save. Um, well, you you say that, but there is the stratagem that makes them minus one to hit. Yeah. Yep, so they're already minus two. one hit, so you can make them minus two to hit. Yeah, no, that's that's a very good point. Um, I think that's pretty I, good, Mikey. Yeah, I, I mean, I would buy that for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robocop. Also, uh, yeah, they, I think they deep strike, right? Yeah. yeah they have built-in deep strike. The FAQ kind of hurt them because that was kind of like the, like, they just come with deep strike. And that's why I yeah. really like them. But, hey, coming in turn twos is better. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I was talking. Some guy freaked out with FAQ and like emailed him. I just finished painting my army, and now I'm never gonna play again. 
thanks a lot for <laughs> messing everything up. I was like, I'll never well, play ever all, again. GW's <laughs> dead to me. <laughs> I was like, first of all, uh, I don't know why you're mad at us. Like, we're not the ones that make the rules. Oh, yes, wait, wait, you Andy, do. Yes, you do. Andy, did you, did you send <laughs> them dick pics too? Well, I send them dick pics all the time, but just for other reasons. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, it was really funny. I was like, hey, man, maybe you should give it a go. You know, I find it really beneficial a lot of times to come in on turn two or turn three or later in the game. And he like emails me back a week later. He's like, hey, thank you very much for the advice. My army is so much better now. Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you, <laughs> you always got to be politically correct, but I'll say it for you. It's like, no shit, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. it's okay, Frank. I said it. Don't worry. You didn't say it. All right. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah, pretty sure that, that, is, that person listens. Yeah. But it is really funny, um, just the perception of things. But yeah, like you were saying, coming on turn two is great, especially for a little unit like this. This unit could easily take your backfield from you. Um, their shooting is great, and their close combat is really good too. So these models look well, amazing. Like I, I've always liked this model. Oh, yeah. It was a shame that I've never seen. I, I never, I've never seen it on the tabletop. I mean, these guys no. with these like just <laughs> meat reaper like swords, and you know, it just, it just yeah. you know, I am the hobby guy in this. Ray could care less. I mean, he would just hand his t- models over to someone else and have him paint them. But you know, yeah. I would I would hey, enjoy. Frank does the same thing, okay? <laughs> well, fine. Yeah, fuck both of you then, okay? But I would enjoy painting these models. <laughs> yeah, no, they're amazing. The the sculpts are just incredible. I remember when they dropped them, everybody was like, oh my god, they're so amazing. When you looked at the rules, you're like, yeah, and they'll never be played in a tournament. <laughs> that was like end of fifth with their new codex that came out. They were like the end of fifth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They were the they were like the first, yep. essentially the first six inch codex to get all those flyers and these models shop, like they just exactly. look so sexy. And it's just like, no, yeah. no, no one's going to play them. Nope. And now all of a sudden they're good and sold out. <laughs> Go figure. Make Sorry. good rules. You'll sell good models there, GW. Yeah. Sweet out it works. Yeah. This this is one of those codexes that I definitely think JW hit a home run on. I mean, they don't really they haven't been messing up the fairies. So uh the Harlequins coming out. I'm really excited. Yeah. I know you know and I know you can't say anything, but just give me a wink if it's good. Yeah, I'll blink twice. All right. <laughs> There's no video you <laughs> <laughs> <Dummies>. <laughs> Ray, you have the perfect face for a podcast. <laughs> right? I know, that's why I'm on a podcast. We try to do a video thing, but it, Andy always says it gets messed up. I don't know. It, <laughs> it like, does oh, get messed corrupt. up. Ray's face just blocks the whole thing. There's like a fuzzy spot the whole time. I can't fix it in post. Yeah, <laughs> like, what is going on? But, uh, but no, I'd, I mean, I'd have to agree with you, Ray. Like, uh, they hit it out of the park with Dark Eldar. I'm excited to see what other what they do with the other codexes. Um, and see what everybody's reaction on to those codexes as well. So how many blasters do you have in your typical Dark Eldar list? It was funny. Like uh, I was batting on an idea the other day, and you can take like so many blasters, it's ridiculous. Um, I think I got up to 52 or something like that in the list, which was really funny. Yeah. Granted, I don't have all those, but it was funny to put it on paper. <laughs> Uh, but in a typical list, I think I have around 13 blasters. No, no, I have, more than that. I have like 18. 18 blasters and then a few dark lances. So. Just, just my super quick math that I just did right now. 52 yeah. blasters is a possible 312 wounds. There you go. There you go. No, no, Ray's not good at math, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> you know, he, he was like, okay, 52 blasters, that's got to be, yeah, 312. I'm good. That's good. So if you're out there and you're listening, all 12 of our listeners, go ahead and do the math for Ray and then let us know how he was wrong. Well, I'm going to be right, okay, because we're on a computer. There's <laughs> yeah, a like, there's a calculator here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, blaster has got a huge buff in the codex. Um, they're really powerful. <laughs> Better than they've ever been, that's for sure. It, it, it's funny. Always... They, they made the blasters so, so good, and then the yeah. Infernal Lances or the Infernal, the Melta version, it's like, man, eh, I don't really need to take that. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll just take a blaster. But it's a, it's always funny because Dark Eldar always used to have like a hard time killing vehicles. Um, that was like the bane of Dark Eldar. You're like, oh, you have a vehicle? Well, I'm probably not going to be able to win. <laughs> now, I'm going to shoot like, this shark blast at you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here comes the Darkling. Oh, that was sad. But now with the change of blasters, uh, vehicles are definitely shaking. Um, they do so much damage. It's ridiculous. Well, that was possible doing so much damage. There was that game that we played, Frankie. And <laughs> you barely killed 
the waves are barely. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was not normal. <laughs> all your uh, blasters, all your dark lances, and yeah. that fuck Talos barely killed one wave serpent. I was like, I did it. Woo. <laughs> you met a wave servants. Good. That's true. They are quite good. I'm the only one on this podcast that says wave servants are good. The only one. <laughs> yeah. The only one. <laughs> you didn't hear it from anybody. Hey, Ray, I no. think wave serpents are good. Yeah, I don't know. No, Ray, I think wave serpents are good. <laughs> you should put them in your list for broadside. Nah, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> don't do that. But I, I hear these sold. are good. You had to hear it from somebody else first. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who's not good. Hear from the guy who's not good at this game, how good they are, yeah. and then go ahead and put them in your list. Thanks, Ray. He's like, he's like, all right, I'll put you. Okay, fine. You said <laughs> What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Today, I'm joined by my wife, Tiffany. hey And we're here today to talk to you about... Talk to you. Talk to you. You want to touch me? Yeah, I do want to touch you. We're here to talk to you today about Sky High Comics. Everyone knows that Andy likes to shop at Sky High Comics for 40K. But my wife, Tiffany, she likes shopping there, too. What do you have to shop there for? Um, I go there for comic books. And I also shop there for Warhammer products. I get my AOS there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know, Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated business right there in North County, San Diego. Now, Veteran Gamer, we like to support our local gaming stores. We like to support veterans because, of course, it's the Veteran Gamer. And we like to support cool dudes like Raul. What do you think about Raul, baby? Raul's pretty cool. Raul's a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's very knowledgeable about the products that he carries. He carries... Oh, Pokemon. I forgot about Pokemon. He carries Pokemon cards and deck boxes and magic and he's really passionate about the stuff that he has there and yeah that's what i'm talking about so if you're a nerd if you're a neckbeard you want to get your game on you want to get your nerd on check out sky high comics in north county san diego you can check them out online at skyhighcomics.com until then ladies back to the show What does a list look like that, or what's the current list that you've been playing around with, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, so I take a, let's see, let's go ahead and open it up, but I, I take a Tantalus, um, all the Black Heart, a bunch of troops, a bunch of Archons. Archons are amazing, by the way. They are close combat monsters with D3 damage. Um, two plus cool symbols, yeah. Two plus symbols save. Uh, the Black Heart is really good because... They have a um, artifact that gives them reroll ones to wound as well in the fight phase, or just in any phase. Um, so the archons become really scary. They have like five attacks, D three damage each, minus two AP. Um, they put out a butt whooping. So I take a bunch of those. I was taking some witch colts. I don't know. I'm kind of mixing up, mixing it up, trying out some new things. I was trying out forty hellions. Um, and they're a lot of fun. <laughs> they die really fast, but they are a lot of fun. Um, and they, uh, they, that's a code. They're a lot of fun is code for not that great. But I like not using the them. best unit ever, but you know what? For a they're, turn and a half, they're, they're fantastic. Cool. And then after that, exactly. they're dead. Exactly. That's what you roll with. Um, yeah, I love those. Um, there's, just, there's just so many different units you can take. But yeah, I usually run like three Archons, like, Sometimes take Drazor, he's not bad. I mean, still attack twice, which is cool. Um, Cobblelight Warriors are amazing. Um, they're really cheap for what you get. Um, and then they can take Blasters, of course, which, like we were saying, are really good. Uh, Raiders are awesome. Put two units of Cobblelight Warriors in there. And then if you have Blast Pistols, it's four Blaster shots a turn. And the um, Raiders are quick, too. They move 16 inches. So fly up right next to somebody, shoot them. Not bad. It's like a drive-by. It's like, a, it's like an Eldar drive-by. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you roll. <laughs> Money, they throw glass out you, out the window. They go, orderly, yeah. pop, pop, pop. They, they turn their guns sideways. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all like being talk. back at home. Back yeah. at home on the block. It's, oh, sorry. Uh, Raiders have 14 inchmen. So my apologies. But, uh, nope, you heard it here. Raiders go 16. <laughs> Frankie said, "Just go to your turn." Frankie said they can go sixteen. But Frankie that's said, in the, "That's in the new codex." <laughs> <laughs> Frankie saw it. It's in the new codex coming out. It's in the yeah, chapter approved yeah. already. He saw it. He yeah. knows. Heard it here first. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, the, the Tantalus is amazing, uh, as Ray can contest to. Uh, yeah. Its firepower is pretty good. <laughs> Deals some damage. It died to Shining Spears, okay? Uh, yep, it definitely died to Shining Spears. But first, it did a lot of damage to your Dark Reapers. So take that. You didn't kill all of them. Truth. Truth. Hey, you're not going to win this battle. This is my podcast. <laughs> you came into my house. <laughs> See, my I, told, house. I told you we're going to start with the compliments and we're going to end with the insult. That's how we roll. It's good. Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. So I, I also, I think I'm undefeated against you there, Frankie. I think so. I think you beat me every time we play. Yeah, there was a one time on the stream that somehow got lost and didn't get put up on the... <laughs> yeah, that one. That one didn't get shown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was all live stream. It's weird how that happens. I think it was more the fact that I'm a boring person to watch, honestly. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, God, Snorefest. Jeez. Well, not to mention Ray's so short, the camera just shot over his head, and all you saw was at the top of his forehead, right? And so they tried to lower the camera, and all they saw was his furry toes. Like, we can't put that. It's just gross. People have to eat and watch this. This is not going to happen. Yeah. Like, what, is, is Frankie just playing by himself? What's going on? Um, Frank, yeah, Frankie no, always plays with himself. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Ray, you beat all my practice lists. It's weird. All of his practice lists. Yeah, you owned his practice list, Ray. <laughs> I, I think I think that's the, all you have is practice lists, right? Because you don't go to any events. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> so, so you don't see this. You you'd see people running Dark Elder as it's as a solo codex, and you know maybe trying to mix in, but really you think the strength is really better in a solo codex. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're you can definitely play them as a solo. You can mix them in. Um, like there's just they're really strong. Like you you don't have to take Eldar. I mean, I think Eldar are great too. The Dark Reapers are of course awesome. Um, the Archon characters or not Archons. Uh, you know what they're called, Ray? Go ahead. Uh, Autarchs and Farseers. What I think. There you what go. I think. Yeah, the better Archon yeah. is a, is an Autark. Um, yeah, the Autarchs are good. If but. I think a real good compliment to any like two battalion. Uh, Dark Eldar Army would be a Supreme Command with a Farseer on bike and then two Autarchs. Or an yeah. Autarch and a Spirit Seer so you can have Jinx. Yeah, Jinx is super powerful. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think Dark Eldar can definitely play by themselves. The, the thing that's hard about Dark Eldar is you really want a lot of command points because all their stratagems are really powerful. Um, and if you start mixing in Eldar, it, it becomes harder and harder to get those extra uh, stratagems and stuff. It, you start finding hard points. Where do you want to spend your points? Because craft world, we're not as cheap as people think we are. Like our good shit is really not that cheap. And and dark elder is really cheap, but you need a lot of them to really be effective because they die so easily. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's where the weakness is. Is like really comes down to you're limited on three detachments. Now, if you take more than three detachments, you probably be a lot better off but um i think the limitation is also good because it restricts what you can do well i feel we kinda, i feel that the, um that command points feel restrictive too especially and it sounds like and i don't have the book and you know i didn't dig too far into it but it sounds like a lot of them like the command points are used on movement or before you reach combat is that correct that sound about right oh uh, there are, there are a lot yeah yeah there are a lot that uh take place outside of like a uh, combat or shooting and stuff like that. So and when you're using, you know, I play tier I do a lot of that myself. I do a lot of, I use a lot of command points to put myself into position. So it yeah, feels like yeah. you're spending a lot of command points to just get somewhere as opposed to doing something. Right. Uh, yeah. And, I, and exactly. I feel that dark elder kind of have that. And you feel like you're more um, command point hungry um, in that way. But if you're building a list around, I have to get somewhere fast and then I'll just depend on the stats to do what they need to do. Then it may be not be so, so command point hungry, but I, I feel the pain where, yeah. you know, I have to get somewhere now. I better start spending some command points. But if you need to save yeah. those nine command points to say, okay, don't, you're not doing a stratagem now. <laughs> now it starts feeling very restrictive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I think realistically, you're going to probably deny one, uh, stratagem from your opponent. Like, at the price of three, it's really challenging um, to use it more than once. Or hard, it's hard to justify um, because there's so many other stratagems, like you're saying, to help you move, do do damage when you move, protect your units from shooting attacks. Like 
you're just you're using a lot of stratagem points every turn, so it's it's hard to justify spending three more than once. You know, if you have uh, the Cabal of the Black Heart, like as long as you could stop the right stratagem, it mm-hmm. should be enough to knock the legs out. You know, sweep the leg, as Andy says. Sweep the leg. <laughs> I watched and, uh, Karate Kid last night. It was amazing. So. <laughs> Movie. But that, that it's just it just takes that one stretch, that one thing, and it can give you the up, the high ground per se, oh, yeah. and, and win that. Uh, on the stratagem note, though, they have all the good Eldar ones, craft worlds, like you know the minus the hits, the deep strikes, the fall back and charge. They all have the those, but then they have their flavorful ones, which we've already touched here and there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're elves. We we only have good strategy. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you roll. With the Blackheart stratagem, though, I, I think Ray, we talked about this last one. People were just afraid to spend their strategy points because they figured they just get blocked anyway. You know, and yeah. you are in the opinion, just go out and spend those command points. Just burn them all. Like, make them try to stop yeah. that one thing. But it's often that one stratagem that someone's basing their entire turn one around that you're going to stop, that's going to stop what they're, that, that really cool maneuver they're trying to do that all the other stratagems are based off of. And I think yep. that's the power in that one stratagem is that that first turn I stopped you from doing that thing you really needed to do. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. that you I mean, built your whole a, army around. Yeah. There's a, there's a, so many armies that are dependent on using that one stratagem. So if you can deny that for a turn, it throws people into it. They start freaking out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do I do? I don't know. Yeah, then you get in their head, and then they're like about to flip the table. And I mean, it's all, it's all good times. That's all a good game for me. When my opponent wants to flip the table, that's what I like. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm hobby goals. There's hobby either. goals, right? Right there is your hobby yeah. goals. Yeah. Have, have things. somebody flip the table? Yeah. All right. That's a I hobby just goal. Not shower. No, oh, there you go. Now, Ray, what were you yeah. thinking, uh, Dark Eldar wise? Like, what? I, I know you're, but if you were, you're, you're mostly craft world at this point, or Yanari. It, I, you know, it's been a while since we've kind of talked about your list but what are you thinking if you were to run a dark eldar list like pure dark eldar like not pure but if you were to say like i'm primarily dark eldar what would you uh definitely cabal the black heart uh, i mean i think that's obvious for me it's an auto and it's then, the auto take at this point yeah uh it would be more of a venom span with the cabalites inside having blasters uh then using the what are the bird dudes the scourges with a mixture of some with the uh, with the shredders and some with uh, blasters themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like uh, the bikes, though. I, do, I know, Frankie, you're not a fan of the bikes, but I love the bikes and how fast they are. They are super fast, and uh, they can do mortal wounds when they charge in. They can do mortal wounds uh, when you leave combat. Um, they're, they're really good. Um, I'm just I like the scourges better than I like the bikes. Yeah, so that that would be mainly my list. Would be a shit ton of of venoms if if i had to do an all dark out it would be a shit ton of venoms reaver and then uh uh scourges a detachment like with reavers in it yeah. and then um some witches because i do like the fact that you can tie up infantry units yep and but if you use the you know the the net your opponent only gets a d3 yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> which is super powerful i mean oh i rolled a four don't 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 bother rolling that's yeah. right you're stuck and and the succubus could take a net too. Like I know she can have a better close combat weapon, but when you have this one character that can go in there with some random unit and then just tie up something because she has a net, I, I think that's key to, that's so to Dark Elder survival. That's, so, that's so dumb. <laughs> There's this one guy with a special <laughs> weapon. Now your whole unit's stuck. Can, there you go, one net, and everyone's like trying to untangle the guy, like a bunch of ear fun ear, earbud headphones all wrapped up together with one net. That's so dumb. Now there is like, something something to note about the net and the no escape rule. Like it's only to infantry. Mm-hmm. So if you're playing against somebody of Dark Eldar, like make sure they're not holding like your monsters or your beast or your fucking titan. Yeah. Close combat because you have some stupid net. You know, there's some yeah, guy you know out there saying, "Yeah, hey, I tied up your titan with this net. You can't move." Oh, the guy's like, "I've done see the book, so okay, you're good." Yeah, my guy can't move. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but there was a podcast that's strictly dark eldar that was saying that that they tied up a a bane blade in wrong. combat with a net wrong you're wrong <laughs> whoops wrong but we, we all make mistakes right oh yeah 
We're, we're human, right? I think most of us are. No, nope. uh, Brandon Grant. Not frontline game. You guys aren't human. You guys make the rules. You guys are in charge of it all. So this rule is your fault. The reason I can't tie up a tight is your fault, Frankie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It was my fault. Incoming dick pic from Andy. Yeah, here it comes. No, no. <laughs> you say no. You say no, but you're excited. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, so don't say no yet. You just haven't seen it yet. I'm telling you, after. The voice says no. The eyes say yes. <laughs> yeah, you seem too familiar with that, there, uh... <laughs> Andy. Andy and I talk often. So. All the time. Uh-huh. Well, he a- doesn't talk to me ever. It's nothing but dick pics. Well, you don't like my dick pics, right? <laughs> hey, it's over here in the Hobbit land that gets censored. Okay. Well, you see nothing. Now, but you guys are so short. The Hobbits. You guys just see like, you're at dick level all the time. So, like, that's where you're at. Yeah, nothing's amazing. Yeah, we just see too many. Yeah, it's like a dark well, Eldar. Dark Eldar. <laughs> that would be cool. Can it be can it be a Hobbit dark Eldar? There you go. <laughs> a dark I like squat. It. I did. I did want to ask Frankie because it's been. I've been seeing it on the internet currently in the the liberal world of Facebook. Yeah. That uh, so Yunari, you know how you know our our redheaded stepchild, the Yunari. <laughs> When yeah. you make, when you take a Yunari detachment, but it's all Dark Eldar because they all have to be Dark Eldar, mm-hmm. and say you take them all as uh, all the Blackheart, can yeah. they use that strategy? Blackheart strategy? Uh, I don't know. That's a that's a tough one, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'd have to look at all the rules and stuff. But as long as it's a pure Blackheart detachment, then yes. Yeah, that's because that's what Everybody I was saying. Like, has the keyword. Blackheart, then yes. See, I think that's the key part because that recent graphic that came out, um, I was a couple days ago. That's, that it like specifically says in there, like it was the one that's talking about the strong um, stratagems to use from yeah. GW. It says yeah. that you had to have a complete detachment of uh, of all the Blackheart, and if you were Yunari and the new FAQ rules, it states that whole detachments considered. Dark Eldar, so then they would all need the Cabal the Blackheart. Yep. So Yunari can use it, they just can't soup it in. No, exactly. As people like to say. That's yeah. that's what I like. Can't make the soup, it's gotta be a pure detachment of Dark or uh, Blackheart. Yeah, you can't just have like one ca- ca- like Cabalite unit, Dark yeah. Eldar or yeah. Blackheart. And I'm glad they clarified because people were getting really confused because it's, it's worded differently than most other stratagems, so... Well, it's a stratagem that targets other stratagems, and that's, like, unprecedented until now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think so, the whole thing around the stratagem has been used outside of their books. So the FAQ, especially when it comes to, like, um, what was it, cultists that are in um, Death Guard units. The Death Guard Codex doesn't have the um, Tide of Traitors in it. But they said, oh, yeah. no, but because they're dark, you know... Uh, Hereticus, they can they can go ahead and use it anyway. So there was like the FAQ, I think, often created more questions than it answered in some ways. I didn't say more; yeah. like it answered a lot, but there was some confusion. You know, I know there was one that I had with um, that we were having on the Facebook page about um, the gene stealer cults and whether the cult ambush ignored everything or not. You know, so I think the the FAQ, I think it, there's still some questions. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So, well, you guys have, have spent quite a bit of time on the the Dark Elder. You guys say it's a pretty strong book. I know we've got um, you guys got Harle- We got Harlequins coming out soon. I know you can't say anything, but I know uh, Ray has been eagerly excited for more fairy dust um, in, the, in yeah. the clown variety. Um, I like all fairy dust in and around my mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And other places. Um, yeah, all over. I mean, I know you can't say anything, but I mean, Ray, what are you hoping for out of this uh, this this clown codex? Uh, I think just like every codex that's came out before, a reduction in prices so I can actually use more than like 10 models. So you can buy more models? Ray? Well, no, no, I'm not going to buy more models because <laughs> I already have models from Toughest Girls in the Galaxy. <laughs> I, I mean, they have big boobs and fat asses. I mean, of course I was going to buy that, and those are, of course, going to be my Harlequins. But I really, I mean, the, we had the 
the teaser today and things are looking good so far. Just hope they get a stratagem that blocks stratagems as well. Not every <laughs> not every Eldar Codex gonna stratagem to stop stratagems, right? That's well, not how Crapful it works. don't have it. Crapful don't have it. And if I want to use Holoquins, they gotta have it. They gotta have it. That's what it's gonna take. If you're gonna use those, well, you know, if if you're gonna use uh, Tyranids, they're red. They don't have that stop stratagems. Yeah, but That's they have close combat and they're super fast. So do Dark Eldar. <laughs> yeah, Dark Eldar have it, and they have the stop stratagem power. Yeah, so stop wishing about another Codex or more Fairy Dust. Right, just play Dark Eldar. Yeah. No, I I am a, I am an elf. I want more and more. You want more elves and more. But I'm excited to see Harlequins on the table because Harlequin armies are just gorgeous, especially fully painted ones. My God. I mean, they look so fantastic. It's a shame though they haven't like their rules haven't really like been. You, you never see them. Like they were like at best they may have had like a detachment or like you know a small unit of them, but you never saw a whole bunch of Harlequins on a table outside yeah, of the I mean, index launch. Yeah, well, they're, they're one of those armies that are really hard, especially or events that require WYSIWYG because the kit doesn't come with enough like blast pistols and um, kisses and all that stuff that you want to use. So it's a really expensive army to get, actually, um, picking up all the different kits. I think they're great in the index. It's just rare that you actually find somebody that has a whole... Uh, a shit ton of fusion pistols? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fusion pistols are quite good. Yes. Especially on an army that can leave combat, still charge, and do all that stuff. Um, now, th- now, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is you're off, you're, you're leaving to go to um, the Royal Wedding, correct? Yeah, yeah, we're going to the Royal Wedding. We were <laughs> thinking about going to the London GT, but you know what? We'd rather just see some people get married, so that's what we're going to do. Wait, is that actually going on? Yeah, it's going on at the exact same time. The exact, the exact same time. Like the day you, yep. you guys are leaving on Wednesday. This is going to release on Friday, so they'll already be yeah. there in London town, but. Um, Talk to us a little bit about the London GT and um... yeah, so it's uh, it's in London clearly. Well, it's a London um, GT. They're not going to have it in you yeah. know, Frankfurt. Yeah, Our listeners are uh, dumb as fuck, so that is true. <laughs> that is true. So thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, no worries, guys. I got your back. <laughs> uh, it's at a football stadium, so that'll be uh, interesting. Although over there, uh, football is soccer, um, so a little different. But uh, it should be a lot of fun. Um, I think they have, what, 440K players coming this year? Jesus something like that. Christ. So they're, they're nipping at LVO's heels. I'm saying they're getting 300, sorry, 300, not 400. But uh, so they'll get there eventually. You know? uh, <laughs> but it should be a lot of fun. A lot of uh, Americans are actually headed over there. So um, we're invading. It's going to be like D-Day coming in hot. <laughs> Although I don't think D-Day was in London, so no, it was not. Maybe my my history might be off a little bit, um, but yeah, they're using all I know is we of, won America. Did we? <laughs> yeah. We did. All right, uh, but yeah, they have a mixture of missions, so it's it, it's two book missions going on at the same time. It's Eternal War and Maelstrom, so that'll be different. I haven't actually played a whole lot of Maelstrom, um, so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> And I'm also taking mids, so I'm a little less practiced with mids than I am with Dark Eldar. So we'll really? see how that goes. Yeah. So what 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 mids are you taking? Which the you don't have to give me the list if you don't want to, but you know what's sort of the well, this is releasing on Friday, so you already be there, but yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm taking uh, sixty Devil Gaunts. Uh, I've got some Trigon Prime, some uh, two units of Gene Stealers, Swarm Lord, um, Malanthrope, got all sorts of goodness, and. Uh, I'm playing in the Invitational and the GT, and then the Invitational I'm actually playing against another Nib list. So, oh, should be interesting. Nice, nice. Yeah, Devil hey, Gods well, with a Trigon all... Prime and a Tunnel, and coming up and doing some shooty goodness, and yeah. Yep, and then I love Reese is moving Gons. fast across the table. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Love well, we all Gons. know Reese is going to lose turn one or round one. <laughs> but you, you make sure to bring it home for us, fucking dirty Americans. Yeah, yeah, no, I will. I mean, I'm going to whip out the title, go world's greatest on him. <laughs> world's on greatest. Gold, so. <laughs> yeah. I'll let Reese take second place. You should you should have a belt and just wear it around to intimidate your players. Like a WWF. <laughs> a giant have, like, WWE elf belt. Yeah, yeah. So everywhere you go. Like, this has a picture I, of me on it. Just think about it. Like, since they have those little speakers that have, like, clips and shit, you could fucking just Bluetooth a little speaker onto your hip 
And as you walk up to the table, <laughs> there's a little walk up you music. Your, yeah, you're fucking. Your opponent will be shitting bricks. I have to have like an entourage. I have to have like ten people following me around too, though. You have to have the silk robe too, like a boxer, yeah. and walking <laughs> into the ring. Some guys are the greatest the, player in the world. The it belt be no above fun. your head. It all be girls. They should that all be, girls. be. That would be amazing. The That's monster so energy cool. drink girls are carrying your models on like you know display <laughs> boards around you, you know, and yeah, on yeah. their boobs. Ray, we have to make this happen. That would be classic. <laughs> we have to make this happen. With our powers combined, boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could get you girls. They may not be the... You know, we could get you girls. We, we, yeah, we, we, we don't care what they look happen. like. We could get you plenty of girls. <laughs> <laughs> are are teeth a priority girls. for you at this point? Do you need teeth? <laughs> no, they're not mandatory. Okay, not this mandatory. is fantastic. This is great. We're going back to the gummy. <laughs> yes. The gummy. <laughs> I got you interested in that, huh? Yeah. Selling me, selling me on it. Sold, sold. Well, you listened to the last episode there, uh, Frankie. I know you haven't, but do, and you'll learn all about gummings, and you'll be totally on board. Oh God! Forty <laughs> <laughs> K podcast. Forty K podcast. Forty K podcast. Big boobs and fat asses. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kind of thanks Frankie yeah Th- thanks so much for joining us it was great to have you on um, we'll have to actually come on down sometime and you know uh, find some time I'm mean, raised down there I'll have to come down maybe come down with some equipment we'll do this we'll just you know in person at some point this would be fun That'd yeah be fun. I'll bring yeah, some beers uh, and Reese and myself would be be happy to jump on another podcast with you guys that's fantastic that sounds great so yeah. you hear that what's yeah. happening I'm creating a date so that's what the veteran right. gamer listed does we just bring our shit and just set up in the corner of your your uh, store and then we just interview. We just start podcasting and interviewing like people. You yeah, know. we just do it. We grab we homeless people off the street. Come into the store and talk about 40K. What's that? It doesn't worry about it. Just say some words. Here's a beer. You'll, you'll catch on quick. Yeah. So. It works. Yeah. Well, that has been another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. Of course, I am your host, Andy. And I'm joined by my best friend, Ray. All else rule. And one of my new best friends now, Frankie. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Great to be here. Until next time, ladies, drink up. <laughs> <laughs>